This is The Dichotomies of Life, Episode 18, The Emotional Bank. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the Dichotomies of Life podcast, episode 18. It has been a great day, and it has been a great week. And let me tell you about today. Today, I have a couple podcasts lined up to get recorded, and we are approaching season two, which is very exciting. Um, it's been a long time coming. I really do appreciate all the guests that I've been able to have on season one, and like I said, as a closeout season one, and I continue to prepare for season two, thank you to all of the guests that I've already got lined up for season two. And, you know, I can't wait to meet the ones that are going to be in the near future. As far as the week, I keep talking about it, but the progress on the house is amazing. Um, I believe next week we're going to start on the siding and the drywall. And then the week after that, we are going to probably, I believe we're finishing the front yard and things of that nature. So really excited for the week. Uh, also, I'm starting to get back some analytics for the podcast, and I'm going to speak more on that later, but they're very exciting for me to look at. Um, I've got people from all over the world listening, and I mean, I'm only on episode eight, 17 is up, but I'm only on 17 right now. So to be able to have people from all over the world listening, even if it was by accident, it's still good to see those analytics. And I know when I really start to push this after season one is done, I'm going to see a lot more analytics out there, so excited for that. Let's get into this podcast, The Emotional Bank. So we're going to start off with a little proverb that I'm sure everyone has heard. People are in your life for reasons and seasons, and I'm sure all of us have heard that a lot throughout our lives, um, at least my, my generation. Um, and what it basically means is every interaction that you have throughout life is a chance for you to gain knowledge. You know what I mean? They're in your life for reasons and they're in your life for seasons. So that means they might not be there come around the fall, you know, or come around spring. They might not be there. So you have to get what you can as fast as you can from them, whether that be learning something positive or something negative. You still need to learn something from them. So when I say negative, it's obviously, hey, here's what you do not do. You can always learn something from every single situation. So people are in your life for a brief amount of time. And sometimes learning how to be okay with that is fundamental to your own personal growth. Get what you can, give what you must, but do not ever lose sight of your own personal timelines and goals in order to keep someone whose time is up around. So there's a couple of things that I believe come with holding on to people whose times are up. And I believe we all know we all have somebody in our lives that or somebody that was in our lives that um, we have held on too long or we're just doing the most to try and keep the relationship going. And it's important for you to understand that it's OK if they're not around. And guess what? You might be able to rekindle that relationship later. But if it is causing stress in your life, you need to let it go. 
we all know what stress is. Well, stress is a cause of hair loss. It's a cause of, you know, all types of other ailments. And I could dive deep into all the stresses of life. But guess what? If you don't apply any of the things that I'm going to talk about, then it doesn't really matter. You know, they'll just manifest themselves and you'll end up having a crappy day every day. You know, you can get sick from this shit. You've got to let stresses go. And stresses are caused by people. I'm sorry, but unless you live out in an area where there's mainly animals, people are going to be your main source of stress. So we all know what a bank is. And we know that in a banking institute, there are deposits, there are withdrawals, there's loans, there's overdrafting, there's account closure, there's all these things. So we're going to start with opening an account. When you first meet someone, that's pretty much you opening an account. Now you can initially make a deposit by offering a cigarette or offering gum or things of that nature. Maybe you overheard a conversation and they don't have anyone to watch their dog and you like dogs. Oh, well, I can watch your dog. Of course, it depends on how trustworthy of a person you are and things of that nature. But those would be good examples of you making a deposit to open up that account. Um, And once you open up that account and you both make deposits, oh, well, thanks for watching my dog. I'll buy you lunch. Cool. Well, there you go. You guys have just completed a transaction. Now, once you have enough deposits, you can maybe ask for a withdrawal. Hey, would you mind watching my dog for a week? Because I'm going out of town and I really don't know anyone. And last time you watched my dog, you did a really good job. So now if they say yes, hey, a week's fine. Is that from Saturday to Saturday? You say yes. All right. So that's from Saturday to Saturday. I will pay you X amount of dollars. All right. So that's a loan. After you watch their dog, you're going to get paid. So that's what the loan is. I'm loaning you my time and me caring for your dog for the anticipation of you giving me this money. Now, guess what? Things happen. And this is where the strength of your of your friendship's really going to get tested. How many deposits have you really made? Because say you said from Saturday to Saturday, but you get stuck out of town. Well, now you're looking at Saturday to Monday. Those extra two days were not in the agreement. Okay. And things won't start to get shady unless the communication dies. Because if the communication dies, then now we're starting to overdraft. You're starting to eat away at all of the money that you have deposited. And by Saturday, you're already at zero Well, guess what? There's Sunday and Monday. So now you're in overdraft time. And so that's where you as a friend have to you have to communicate. And let's say for some reason you can't communicate because your phone died or whatever. When you come back, you better be prepared to pay the Saturday and then the other two days of interest. And and they don't need to ask for that. You should know that you agreed Saturday to Saturday to watch the dog. Now it's Monday and it's Monday evening. So now you better be prepared to pay them for Saturday to Saturday, Sunday and Monday evening of their time because you have no idea how inconvenienced they were those other two days. And so this is where you see a lot of relationships start to reach that turmoil because people don't understand because they weren't there in the moment and they're like, oh, it's just another two days. They'll be fine. They didn't have things to do anyway. Regardless, it is their time that you are taking. Time is the most valuable thing that we have. It's all we have. And so when you take that away from someone, you had better be prepared to, you know, make it right. And so if you come up to them and say, hey, here's what I owed you extra. Here's another uh, X amount of money, another $50. And then please, I'm going to buy you food. Uh, I'll buy you pizza or we'll go out and get some drinks or something. You got to give them that because if you don't, 
even if you if you were to just walk in and say, hey, I'm going to give you an extra $50, boom, thanks, that is, that's still going to bring you to zero. You have got to do enough to take you back into a positive account balance. You have got to do enough to deposit. Because I guarantee you, if I was watching someone's dog and they said, hey, you're going to watch them from Saturday to Saturday, and then here they come strolling in Monday morning and they give me an extra $50, thanks a lot, bye. And they don't even give me the time and say, hey, man, I apologize. I'm going to explain to you what happened. I don't care if you gave me another $100. If you don't explain what happened to me, you're still at zero balance. And guess what? The next time you ask me for something, the next time you go to make a withdrawal, nah, nothing. Yeah, I'm busy. Sorry, I got something going on. That's exactly how it is. And you've got to be intuitive enough to understand that with people. You are making withdrawals and deposits and loans and come up with your side of the loan at all times. Don't ever, you know, come up short. You've got to have that loan ready. And if something does happen, so so like this, if something were to happen and you communicate with that person, say, hey, you know what? I I missed my flight. It was crazy. This and that was going on. I promise you I will be there Monday at the latest and then tell them and I'm going to make it up to you on promise. Now make it up to them because if you tell me that, well, at least I know what's going on. The communication is there and I can better plan my day. But every single day you don't communicate with me. I'm just thinking this motherfucker. I'm never doing this again. This is the last time I'm watching this dog. Da, 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 all that type of stuff. So that is where you have to make sure you keep the lines of communication open. And it's the same thing with banks. If you're going to be behind on a payment, 99% of the time, if you call that bank and say, hey, look, um, I'm supposed to be getting paid this day, but it's a holiday. It fell on this and that and this and the other. They will work with you. But when you do not communicate, they start sending out letters. Hey, this is your last warning. Boom. Done. Account is closed. Now, say that they agreed to watch your dog from Saturday to Saturday. And not only did they watch him from Saturday to Saturday, but something happened and you had to wait until Monday. If you not only make them wait until Monday and then you don't communicate, and when they come through, you give them the same amount that you were supposed to give them on Saturday, guess what's going to happen? Your account will be closed without a doubt, because you've already overdrafted it for two days. And if you come in thinking that those extra two days were free just because, oh, that's all I had and that's the amount we agreed upon and I didn't expect the train to be late and I didn't expect the plane to be late, that has nothing to do with them. You will, without a doubt, lose that friend. And it might not be right now, but guess what? Because some people might be too nice to tell you how they're really feeling, but guess what? Your account's already in overdraft mode, right? And so since your account is in overdraft mode, They might let you skate through that without going off on you. And then the next time you need something, they might help you just because they feel, you know, they owe it to you or because there's people who are just nice. There's nice people out there who just don't know how to say no. And you might catch them in a setting where there's a lot of people and they feel like, oh, I don't want to be an asshole. So let me just go ahead and agree to this. But the very next chance that they get to cut you off, it's going to happen. And so that's where, again, you as a person have to be just don't be a shitty person. You have got, I I make sure that every single time people need me, I am there. And it's something, it's a conviction that I have myself. I've instilled that in myself because I want to be reliable. I don't ever want someone to think that, oh shit, is he going to make it on time? I'm always there. Whenever someone needs me, I am there. Now, guess what? That's also me knowing a little bit about myself. I can be very abrasive to people. I know that about myself. It is something that I'm working on. But at the same time, I do use 
the abrasiveness to motivate in a way. And that's kind of something weird that I've always done. But I, I, I do. I like to motivate people. And sometimes people need a kick in the ass, quite frankly. They need a kick in the pants. They need to get a jolt of energy to get them started. So but sometimes that can be too much. And I do know that. Um, and everyone who knows me knows exactly what I'm talking about. But at the same time, since I know that, I try and make it up every single in every single other area that I can. Um, and I'm also working on it. But again, that's that's me learning myself, reading books, learning about other people's situations, getting perspective and getting better as a person, period. When you when you go back to your friends and you go back to your loved ones and you think about this philosophy of the emotional bank, I truly do want you to think about, am I making a deposit? Am I asking for a withdrawal? Is this a loan type of situation where we both have an agreement that I'm going to do this with expectation of this, you know? So say you've built up enough deposits with someone to where you feel like you can ask them a huge favor, okay? Say you have $300 of credit worth of deposits and you are asking for a $300 withdrawal. Can I sleep on your couch for two weeks? I just got kicked out of my apartment. That's fine. You set the date two weeks. You, that is all the money that you've deposited right there. If you are not out of that place in two weeks, they might feel sorry for you, but you are starting to overdraft your account. You're, you're starting to overstay your welcome. At the 15-day mark, you have overdrafted. At the 16-day mark, you are still overdrafting. At the 20-day mark, your account is about to be closed. And that is how you have to see this. Do not try and take advantage of people and say, look, all my stuff's already moved into here. There's no way they kick me out. They might not physically be kicking you out, but they're kicking you out mentally every single day. As soon as he leaves, he's never coming back. As soon as he leaves, he's never coming back. I hope he gets his shit together because he's never coming back. You have got to be a good person. And again, communication is everything because if you just say, hey, look, I thought I was going to be able to have a job by now and I thought I was going to have X amount of money saved up by now. I do not. And ask them. Don't tell them. Don't say I need to stay a little longer. Say, is there any way that I can stay for another two weeks? I promise you I'll make it up to you. Because if you just say, hey, look, I can't find this. I got to stay here another week. You're not giving them an option. And so they feel trapped, which also takes away and adds more money that you're overdrafting. And let alone, don't just be sitting in there. You better be looking for a job and you better be looking for an exit strategy because if you're not, if I'm if I'm waking up in the morning and I go to work and I come back and you're in the same position, guess what I'm thinking? Man, there's no way in hell he's staying another two weeks. There's no way in hell he's staying another two weeks. And then when you go to ask me that you need another two weeks, well, guess what I'm saying? Dude, you haven't even been doing anything. So the emotional bank is a very real thing and you have got to make sure that you are keeping this in the forefront of your mind with every conversation that you have, because guess what? It might not even be, you might not be taking, you know, withdrawals from something physical that you're doing. It might be the way you talk to people. And again, I talk about being abrasive. Trust me, that has weighed down on relationships that I've had in the past where I am so abrasive that I'm taking withdrawals that I don't even know that I'm taking. And then before you know it, people just stop talking to you as much because they're like, shit, every time I talk to this guy, it's just he's just always talking about what I need to do, what I need to do, what I need to do. And then there you go. You know, you are down to nothing when you thought you had something. So you've got to be careful and you've got to bring this to the forefront of your mind 
and keep it in the forefront of your mind because it is a real thing. Do not overdraft your account. And for the love of God, do everything you can to not have an account closure because when an account is closed, it takes a lot of deposits to even get yourself back into the same banking institute. And then it takes even more to get yourself out of that overdraft because guess what we do when we argue with people? We cut deep. And when we cut deep, we're already at zero because we don't have any respect for each other. But when you cut deep, it pushes you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars into the overdraft position until it's closed. And when it's closed and you get back on speaking terms, that's you opening it back up. But then guess what? You got to pay all those deposits from all the negative things that you said and all the times you let people down and all the times you weren't there and all the times you did this and that. So once you're done paying all that, it brings you to a zero balance. Then you got to start making deposits to build up that faith and that trust in each other again to keep that relationship going back where it is. Don't even dare walk back into someone's life asking for a loan. Hey, look, I know we haven't talked in a couple years, but look, I need someone to watch my dog. Are you fucking shitting me? There's nothing worse than having someone come back in your life because they need you. That's not why you come back into someone's life. You come back into someone's life because you genuinely valued their opinion, the way their outlook on life and the things that they brought to the table. If you come back or you try and come back into someone's life because you need them really quickly for an emergency situation, it's not ever going to work in your favor. You're not really getting the real them. You're getting the pitiful, I feel sorry for this guy, so I'm going to help him. Be a friend to someone and add value to someone's life, okay? That is what it's about. So that brings us to the word of the day. The word of the day today is investment. To invest is to allocate money and the expectation of some benefits in the future. So every single conversation that you have with someone should be that you're investing in them so that they can be built up or that they later on can build you up. You think about a father raising a daughter, investing so much time and energy and mental into her so that one day she can take care of herself and possibly him when he gets older and maybe he can't do the things he used to do. She'll take care of him. Everything you do should be within the mindset of ROI, return on my investment. And I'm not saying do things for with the expectation of getting things back. I'm saying if you truly give quality into something or someone, you will get it back. So just be quality yourself. And I know that's a struggle. We all deal with it every single day. But just be more conscious of it every single day and try and get better every single day. So banking. We talk about the emotional bank. I thought it would be pretty cool to bring up the oldest bank that's still operating. It is called the Banca Monte di Paschi di Siena. And I hope I said that right. It's also known as BMPS or just MPS. It is an Italian bank. It was founded on March 4th, 1472 as Mount of Pieti. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it has been keeping its customers happy for over 548 years. That is crazy. Man. So 1472. 
That is insane. Guys, that's the show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dichotomies of Life podcast. Thank you for learning about the emotional bank. And please keep that on the forefront of your mind because every single day you are making deposits or withdrawals or discussing loans. Be cognitive of the things that you're saying. They could be withdrawals and you don't even know that. And for everything that is worth Do not risk closing an account over your emotions. People are in your lives for reasons and seasons. Remember that. Take what you can, give what you must, but do not sacrifice your lifelong goals and dreams to keep someone whose time is up in your life. Thank you for tuning in. Please follow me on all the socials at Tucker10 underscores. If you have any questions, reach out to me and the podcast at the do life podcast at gmail.com. If you're new to the channel, thank you for joining. Please consider subscribing and supporting for as little as 99 cents a month. I do appreciate it and it helps me bring awesome guests to the show. Season one is almost over. Got two more episodes. They're going to be some good ones. And then we're starting season two. And I cannot wait. Thanks again. Y'all have a great day. Out. Out.